You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. All right, there we go. There's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk with some of the best doggone pet people on the planet, like the guy sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Brian Donovan. And I'm Jamie Flanagan. Just making sure everybody has a good time and helping people with their pets. That's that's what we're here to do. You are upside down and backwards now. Yeah. <laughs> you got to flip that bad boy around. My microphone went limp. So there you go. Does that work now? There you go. Oh, there's, there's like a right side and a wrong side there to talk is. into this thing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, all right. All the bugs out of the way, and uh, we're going to help people with their pets. That's, uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, Brian, but how was your week, man? What's, uh, what's new and groovy with you? Oh, my gosh. So much... Uh uh, I'm I'm pretty boring. There's yeah, really, there's really nothing. No, <laughs> but you're thinking. Oh, about- oh, um, uh, I killed a guy in a card game. <laughs> oh, in a card game? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was cheating. Okay, or at least I thought. <laughs> I just didn't like the look in his eye. Okay. Uh, well, it's a new year, so uh, you got to get it off right. It is, uh, but it's also just uh, this past Friday. It was uh, the Chinese New Year. Oh, and it is the year of the dog. Oh, I was gonna guess. Oh, I'm sorry. Guess. guess what year it is? Year <laughs> uh, of the dragon. Uh, year of the dog. Year oh, of the okay. dog. So yes, yeah, Chinese year of the dog. So I think I was born in the year of the dog. Yeah, I don't know because it goes you, by crazy four year chunks. Yeah, yeah, it's not on here. Do you, you have? have to, uh, let me see. I think that. we might. Were you, wait, what year? Uh, a long time ago. Because <laughs> I think no, I'm. I think I'm the horse. And you could probably tell. Uh, let me see. Here we go. <laughs> you could tell in the, in the shower after racquetball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I got to go. <laughs> we're no. al- and we're alone in the room this time. <laughs> uh, okay. Those born between uh, February 13th, 64, and February 1st, 65, are members of the Wood Dragon Chinese Zodiac sign. So, um... 63. Good thing it wasn't 63. That would have been the year of the water rabbit. <laughs> it's wood dragon. A wood dragon. A wood dragon. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a spe- specific dragon, not just the year of the dragon. It's a yeah. wood dragon. What's 66? Uh, let me see. All right. Uh, fire horse. Okay, a horse, yeah. yeah. Fire horse, all right. Yeah. There you go. So it is the, the year of the dog. So what do you what do you what do you call a uh, uh, <laughs> what do you call a Chinese family with a pet dog? Uh, what do you call a Chinese family with a pet dog? Yeah, vegetarians. <laughs> is that culturally Man. insensitive? Is that <laughs> yeah? Is that uh, 2018 year of the dog looks like it's gonna be rough? <laughs> I thought I thought you saved the bad jokes for the end of the show. Oh, oh the well, we'll do more there. <laughs> don't, don't, we'll don't do worry, more. I got plenty. Oh. I got I got plenty. <laughs> So, but uh, there's a dog having a hell of a year, right? The Westminster Dog Show was uh, recently. Yeah. Right? Just, who, you who know, won? Who won Best in Show? Uh, Flynn did. Uh, what breed of dog is Flynn? <laughs> a Bichon. Oh. Bichon. A Bichon? Really? Bichon Frizzy. 
Frise. Uh, Frise. Frise. Bichon Frise. Bichon Frise. So on Valentine's Day, it was on Valentine's Day, the, the, the Westminster Kennel Club, uh, Madison Square Garden this year. And uh, yeah, Flynn, the Bichon Frise won. It's a white powder puff. And he's on tour now. So when you're the winner, you go out. On tour, I guess you sign autographs. They uh, get a little ink pad and yeah. little paw prints. That's I when guess. everything. That's when the the wheels kind of fall off the whole thing because then they get into drugs. And oh no! But they whiskey. <laughs> it's they get a they get a they go to Sardis. Have you ever been to Sardis? No. So the dog gets to go to Sardis and have a steak dinner. It, okay, is this like a fancy steak place? Sar- yeah, that's like one of the places in 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 New York. Sardis in New York. You're kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Because you're a big world. Swinger. Well, yeah, but uh, you know, a, you there, know, there's an stuck. Applebee's in every town. <laughs> there, that's true. TGI Fridays. I yeah. take my friend in the gorilla suit. <laughs> it's just fun. Uh, but yeah, so they they get a, a steak dinner, a steak lunch at Sardi's, uh, a trip to the top of the Empire State Building, a private tour of the observation deck, and uh, this year um, he gets a walk-on role in the Broadway musical Kinky Boots. What? Are you serious? (laughs) It's in the paper. That's not even on the internet. That's in the paper. Wow. Yeah. That's that's for winning Westminster. I've never heard this. In all my years of working with dogs, I've never heard. Yeah, it's the and it says the traditional steak lunch at Sardi's. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of nuts. So they go on tour and then they'll pay lots and lots of money for his. Dog goo. What? What? This is weird. This the, 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 our society is so strange. This is a tradition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so, you know, traditions are have their place. Have you been watching the Olympics at all? Uh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed last night. I really wanted to see last night because there was like some serious hockey last night. Okay. What have you been watching them? Well, yeah. You know, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, Freestyle skiing? Yeah. That's a raw deal, man. There's like every third one ends in catastrophe. Oh, yeah. I mean, And they're bad, going like 90, 95 injuries. miles an hour. Yeah. Oh. And uh, if you if you see when, when they're doing that, uh, when, when, they're, when they do those jumps, they are like 40 feet in the air. Oh, yeah. They're like 15 feet higher than the top of the mm. pipe. And then they fall and they, they wreck their ankles. Oh, the, oh, oh, free, the freestyle. All right. Freestyle I was, I had, I was uh, thinking of downhill combined. All, they, all the skiing events are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, because those downhills, I mean, they got to wear like serious, but they just have like those little, you know, micro suits on yeah. and then a big, you know, motorcycle helmet. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, like there are no uh, important organs <laughs> between the head yeah, and the skis. The down, yeah. Uh, but I, apparently there was a, just a, a really good hockey game last night. Uh, I, I missed uh, whatever it was. But the, I think the uh, American ladies won gold. So congratulations to the oh, American ladies. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Listen, the tenants, the, uh, the viewership is down. was like way, way down. Oh, big complaints about that too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, it, it is pretty amazing to see people at the, the top of the top of these, some of these obscure sports, uh, you know, like the, uh, where you ski and shoot and then, I don't know. You make a waffle or something. You, you, it's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird combination of activities. It is. Yeah. There's uh, Colleen was watching that when she told me that uh, in that that uh, whatever the what you ski and you shoot yeah. and then make Belgian waffles. Uh, That's the, the bi- guy, biathlon. Yes, Bi- yes, the biathlon. Yeah. They uh, the guy like totally wiped out at the beginning, right? I don't know if he was an American dude or what, but he just totally bit it, you know, face first in the snow <laughs> down. Everybody's like yards ahead of him. He ends up winning. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up coming back and winning the whole thing. So never give up. 
And then, the, the, of course, there's the most ridiculous of all sports ever created is curling. Oh, my God. It's so great. And it's curling. like you see these other, other countries. You know, okay, so Canada, you know, Scandinavia. All right. Yeah. They're going to have curling. The States, you know, we got it. But then you, you see the Asian countries and it's like, yeah. it's just, it doesn't look right. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like, right. where, where do they practice curling? Does Yeah. Does Barbados have a curling team? Yeah. <laughs> well, the Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah, the yeah. lady, the Jamaican lady bobsled team. This time around, did you hear the story behind that one? No. No. So uh, they they train there. Most of them are live in the states, right? But mm-hmm. they they have Jamaican heritage, or they're born there. The parents born something like that. So they they're representing Jamaica, and they're there. And whatever they had a falling out, the coach had a falling out with either the Olympic committee or the players or something. And the coach leaves, right? Okay, and takes the bobsled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking my bobsled and going I'm home. I'm taking my toys. I'm going home. Oh so I think it was uh, Red Stripe Beer, and I don't know if Ellen had her hand in it or something, but they got the girls another bobsled. and uh, Or like, you know, I think Red Stripe did it, and then it's like such a heartwarming story. Ellen jumped on it, and they were <laughs> dancing with Ellen. Uh, but they got their bobsled. I don't know how they did, but... Uh. I, I love the memes. <laughs> I love the memes with the uh, North Koreans. Uh, there's an image of the North Korean bobsled. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big bomb. It's a bomb. Oh, good yeah. God. Uh, North uh. Korea. Come on. Settle down. Uh, but uh, all right. So people kick in emails. Animal Talk. We help people with their pets. That's what we're going to do. I swear. Eventually. Oh, that's what we're doing here. So eventually. 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 That's what we'll do. Eventually. So, but uh, got an email here. And I uh, don't know why the little there's guy- no sun up in the skies, <laughs> stormy weather. Any advice on training my puppy? Because I don't know why the little guy knows, but every time my three-year-old's uh, stepson leaves to stay at his mother's house, my puppy starts whining for ten to fifteen minutes. Uh, this is starting to irk me, and I wanted to know if there's a way to stop this behavior. I also have problems with the puppy following my stepson around the house. Uh, this is my puppy, uh, and this has been going on for almost two months. Uh, I got the puppy three months ago. So the, the dog loves the stepson. Yeah. Absolutely loves him. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's little, walk. Little three-year-old, too. Yeah, let's let's walk through this. So okay. the dog either just loves this kid or feels kind of possessive somehow. And yeah. The kid leaves and the dog freaks out, right? Mm-hmm. So um, he's associating that with something bad. Yeah. So how do you think we could make turn that into a good experience, Jamie? I don't know. Uh, give him a little Scooby snack when the kid leaves. Yeah, absolutely. You know, make it a special thing when the when the kid is leaving. It's called counter conditioning. Yeah. So you try to don't immediately take your pants off. That's right. That's right. The sun's out of yeah, yeah. Dog's like, I don't need to see that. Continue using Wait. the restroom with the door shut. <laughs> That's it. As when the child leaves. <laughs> um, yeah, because you're right. The dog doesn't need to see all that. So, uh, yeah, um, you want to to do something that the dog is really going to make a, a pleasant association with. It's not that tough. It's not mm-hmm. that tough because all you got to do is get the dog over the initial shock of the kid leaving. Just the you know the initial few minutes, so it's it's not like the dog is going to be upset the next day and the day after. Just got to get him past that first few minutes. So, Scooby snack, maybe hot dog, uh, Totino's pizza rolls, something, <laughs> ah, something, yeah. whatever, whatever cookie that they they love. Give it to them and uh, it'll make them happy. Absolutely. All right. Good call. I like the sounds of that. So. Um, We've been talking. We talked about service animals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, we're talking about the shenanigans of the, a couple of weeks ago. The, the the people with the peacock going. Oh yeah, going the emotional the, support peacock. The emotional support peacock. Yeah. Uh, and there was a, just kind of a 
observational one here. Fake service animals. A big problem here is not fake service animals and grocery. The big problem here is, is not fake service stores. Uh, uh, Bo, okay, hi. <laughs> hey, you know what you got to do? You gotta <sighs> Slow do? down. Um, I'll, I'll spot you. Okay. That's okay. All right. All right. All right, Jamie, I got you. <laughs> okay. What so, is the big problem? The big problem here is not fake service animals in grocery stores. The problem is that store management allows these phonies, mm. uh, these attention-wanting asses to bring their pets in the stores. It's hard to tell if the cute little doggy sitting as a rear in a public shopping cart uh, is a genuine service animal or not. Well, it isn't. The ADA makes no provisions for emotional support animals. Uh, and to, and it's, and to allow it to be in food establishments. It's crazy. These jive jerks. <laughs> I love that. That's why I had to read this. Jive these, jerks. these jive jerks are ruining it for legitimate service animals and there's disabled owners. Uh, the general public needs to, to be, uh, and does the general public need to be subject to animals in close proximity to their food? Uh, a pet dog, a parrot in a department store or a hardware store. Okay. I guess, but it's not up to me. It's the store's policy. So fake service animal, these jive jokers. Uh, taking them in. So people are getting angry. This was just an email, a rant they sent in. So You know where I think this starts, Jamie? Is, uh, okay, so emotional support. Um, yeah, I think it started with, uh, hey, if you suffer any kind of anxiety right. in a social situation, you need something. You need, yeah. you know, you need to get over it. You know, so, <laughs> so, you know, we, we prescribe uh, drugs and all sorts of things. And then if, hey, you know, I, I'm nervous uh, when I go to a restaurant. You know right. what? You need a pet there, a whoopee. You need a whoopee to come. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You know, so come well, on. Yeah. Now, and listen, I, I, have some, I have empathy for, yeah. for situations. But it, There's it's, a it, lot of servicemen that have them as yeah. post-traumatic stress, and I, I, I'll give you that one. Yeah, I, absolutely. You know, yeah. uh, but there's – But it, as with anything, you need that poodle that in your purse. Slope. You need that poodle in your purse. Right. You know, right. that, that uh, chihuahua. I carry mine in a fanny pack. <laughs> your hamster, yeah. your uh, sea cucumber in your fanny pack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it only causes alarm when I wear the fanny pack facing forward, though. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So there was a, an editorial, which is, uh, again, ranting about that. And uh, they're going to start cracking down. Uh, they're going to start uh, reeling that back in. And, uh, I, I yeah. Uh, stores are going to start people, and then the lawsuits. Oh, they, you know, let's boycott, you know, because they're so they're they're so mean to us, and they won't let us, and there'll be this big uproar. Right. Well, the problem is when you when you start thinking that you're right, you know, when it, when a, if a store yeah. or a restaurant allows you to bring a pet in, you know, that's that's uh, they're being kind of magnanimous about that, and they're you know they're kind of going above and beyond to, to cater to their clientele. You don't have a right to do that. I yeah. Mean, there are people who have allergies, people who are scared of dogs or yeah. peacocks. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's uh, there's all all sorts of reasons why you probably shouldn't take a dog or a, a pet some places, but um, you know that's for others to decide, I suppose. Yep. All right. So uh, another email here, dear Animal Talk. Any advice on training uh, my puppy? Uh, don't know why the little guy. No. Oh no, I just read that one. <laughs> My cat, I'm having I'm having a day, man. Yeah, what's hey? Uh, you know what? Hey. Maybe we should just uh, talk about you for a, yeah your feelings, Jamie. Ah, uh, yeah. Just you cop, okay, Jamie? Cops walking around school all day, oh, freaking man. me out, man. Freaking me out. Get me down. But what's the answer? Um, it's, it's probably for a different give me show, but... give me a gun, right? That's <laughs> what they that's what they that's what they want to say. They want to say, oh hey, 
Well, I was I was all for teachers carrying guns until you put it in perspective. I don't want you carrying one. Yeah. Hello. You know, you got you got that itchy trigger finger. I don't I don't, you know. Yeah. No. I, no, I wouldn't no. trust that. Yeah, no. I I wouldn't want to I just and then uh, whatever. Guns in schools. It's like, you know, you, you can't keep the kids from stealing the the, the liquid paper, let alone uh, the pistol out of my backpack, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, so a cat sleeping in the sun, right? I built a window seat for her, com- uh, for her, complete with a bird feeder outside the window, and the sun comes and makes it very difficult for her to sleep. You know, hot black cat, you know how hot a black cat can get. What can I do? She does like albacore. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, my cat has trouble sleeping in the sun. I built a window seat for complete with a bird feeder outside the window, and the sun comes in, and it's difficult for her to sleep. You know how hot a black cat can get? Uh, what can I do? She likes albacore. Uh, <laughs> I just like testing you. Get a white body sock for the cat. <laughs> Help deflect some of that heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Poke those... some holes in it, man. I don't know. That's, that's, an, that's, a, that's stupid. <laughs> The cat's gonna jump out of the, you know, into the shade and, uh, yeah. and take a nap. The cat, yeah. Let the cat don't, figure don't it out. Don't let it bake it. Don't let it bake in the sun. Get a big spatula. Flip it from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would. I thought you would like that one. So, Brian, does your head uh, feel smaller? Uh, for the sake of what you're, is coming next, yes, my head feels smaller. That's funny. It is. It's funny because uh, you, like many shrews. <laughs> Are very small minded. All right. Shrews shrink their skulls to survive during the winter. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Shrews. Shrews. Shrink their skulls. Yeah. The size of their brain. Mm -hmm. That's why, yeah, that's why I'm a little dumber right now, I think. It's been very, very cold. In the winter, why? But Um, as winter approaches and they regrow in the spring. I don't know. That's what the internet's telling me. Uh, the Sorex screw, shrew, the Sorex screw, the Sorex. <laughs> that sounds like something you would take after a screw, a Sorex. <laughs> uh, the Sorex shrew. Uh, they explore their habitat and produce un- an unpleasant scent to avoid being eaten by cats. Uh, but the common shrew has another survival trick. As winter approaches, it shrinks its skull, then regrows it in the spring. But Dubbed the dental phenomenon after the scientist who first spotted the effect, the shrink has shrink previously been studied looking at the skulls of shrews that have died at different times of the year. But since the changes weren't followed in the same animals, it wasn't clear whether factors might be other factors might be responsible, such as smaller shrews being able to survive more in the winter months and yada, yada, yada. But researchers now say they finally have shown the phenomenon is real. This is real science here. So their whole body gets tinier. No, just their head and their brain. What? Just their skull and their brain. Uh, for, we can now for sure say this is happening uh, within individuals. Uh, really talk about shrinkage and regrowth. Wait a minute. Okay, I just found an article. Researchers found that over the winter, the brain cases of the animals shrunk by an average of 15%. Yep. Now, here's the tricky part. 15% in anticipation of winter, then rebounded almost, but not quite, to its former size in the spring. Right, right. Um, so if it if it almost gets to the same size each year, each year its head is actually sh- shrinking. Yes. You're getting dumber. Uh, the brain mass uh, shrunk some 20 to 30% in addition to mass loss and, and other major organs, even spine shrinkage. In total, the body mass dipped around 18% in the winter and undergoes an 83% rebound in spring. 
That's uh, that's kind of opposite for me. I get uh, I get fatter in the, in the winter. <laughs> oh, there's uh, there's shrinkage in the cold. There, there is. There's, there's. And I'll tell you what, it's more than 15%. <laughs> it was cold water. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Brian, I, I know how much you like wearing little cowboy outfits. It's one of my passions, Jay. It is. It is. But uh, it's, they're, they're cracking down. People are, are, are speaking out, especially outraged animal advocates. They're stopping monkey rodeos. Monkey rodeos. Monkey rodeos. Uh, there was supposed there was supposed to be a monkey rodeo at a baseball game in Connecticut. You know these mid these mid uh, league things. We got the Jimmy Johns field right, right, up here right. and the Toledo <laughs> Mud Hens, and yeah. you know you have these uh, small these minor league teams, and they they have fun and gimmicky things like in between innings just to you know get people right. in the stadium and, and, and entertain the crowd. Well, it looks like they were going to have a, a, a monkey rodeo. So they got one of these capuchin monkeys, right? One of those little guys. Oh my God. And he's got a little fringy cowboy outfit on with a hat and he's riding what it looks like a border collie with yeah. a saddle on. I'll tell you what though, they look glorious when, it, when like, it's, there's wind oh, in I their hair. You, that is wind in their fringes. Uh, proving once again they are not monkeying around when it comes to the rights of animals. Outspoken animal advocates are responsible for the cancellation of a controversial rodeo that was scheduled to take place this summer in Connecticut. Uh, last weekend, upon learning that uh, the Yard Goats, <laughs> another Hartford's minor league baseball team, was promoting an appearance by the Cowboy Monkey Rodeo. I, I, <laughs> Wait, and, and people protested this? And people, yeah. In Connecticut. In Connecticut. See, I have more of a problem with, this, <laughs> with the spelling of Connecticut than I do monkey rodeos. <laughs> Our companion animal rescue began a successful campaign to stop the event before it was able to start. The Hartford Yard Goats. Uh, plan to bring the the cowboy monkey rodeo on June fourteenth. The event uses capuchin monkeys, uh, capuchin monkeys, and border collies to chase sheep around the baseball field. <laughs> who's, uh, who's harmed though? Who's harmed in this? <laughs> uh, you know, for a pet show. <laughs> are we? Are we? Are we swimming upstream with our demographic here so. by laughing I, at I this? Think so, yeah. Um, but, but come on, people. No, well, you got to figure the Detroit Zoo. You remember the Detroit Zoo back in the day? Yeah. Oh my God, there were like monkeys, but they were like monkeys and chimps Mm -hmm. riding Shetland ponies dressed in cowboy outfits. Yeah, that was those were the days. (laughs) That was that was messed up. And this is, you know, I mean, but I mean, what's different than any circus? I mean, so the little monkeys in a, you know, and then how many of these people put little sweaters on their dogs or you know ribbons in their hair or whatever? Maybe yeah. this monkey really digs dressing up like a cowboy. You know, maybe he um, had a whole little wardrobe. He's like, ooh, cowboy. You know, well, maybe you know how, he didn't say cowboy, but maybe he just went, uh, uh. You know how that. everybody, including you're a teacher, right? Yeah. You come home and sometimes you, you know, you you sit down and you tell your wife, oh my god, I had a tough day today. Kids are mouthing off. There's yeah. police in the schools. There's all kind, you know, right? Yeah. So imagine the animal trainers for this. Ah, <laughs> uh, Bobo just chewed the fringes off his vest again. <laughs> I'm pulling my hair out. The When's ep- this going to stop? The epitome of a bad day. Oh. Uh, well, we got we got to do something to help the environment. Mr. Segway. <laughs> uh, I was thinking the same thing, Jamie. We do. We got to do something. I'm talking what about you be, and what I. What would be a good thing for the environment? The good thing for the environment? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the air we breathe. The air we breathe. I say uh, uh, stop podcasts altogether. <laughs> All that carbon dioxide. That could be it. 
But what else? So, so what would help with the carbon dioxide? Uh, get rid of cars. Yep. Make them all electric. Yeah. Make them all run on uh, sunshine. Let's or... get into the earth, though. What can we do? What can we do? We can uh, uh, we can plant gardens and uh, and not uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, plant gardens. a tree. Plant a tree. We could plant a yeah. tree, mm-hmm. or we could just use the internet to plant trees. And well, here's what? the thing, right? Our, our our sponsor, right? We got a, we got a sponsor. Mm-hmm. I want to tell people about Ikuza. Uh, Yakuza. com. Yep. So you want to go the Yakuza.com slash animal talk. Yakuza.com slash animal talk. It's an alternative to Google. It's just a search engine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Yakuza. Why don't you give us the spelling e- of Yakuza? E-C-O-S-I-A. Yakuza.com. E-C-O-S-I-A dot C-O, not dot com, sorry, dot C-O. <laughs> Yakuza.co slash animal talk. Yakuza.co uh, on animal talk. Slash Animal Talk. And uh, it's, it's an alternative to Google. It's, it's an ethical way to search and browse the internet. And now how, put the beauty thing of it, right? Uh, they invest their profits into planting trees and, and regenerating uh, deforested lands around, all around the world. It, you say Ecosia? With a, uh, Ecosia? Ecosia. Ecosia. Uh, so you go there and um, it says 21,580,170 73. Yeah, These are trees. trees being planted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've planted over 21 million trees? Yes. Ecosia.co. Ecosia.co. Wow. So it's .co and then slash animal talk. Ecosia.co uh, slash animal talk. That's E-C-O-S-I-A. And yeah, and they're planting trees. So you, you search the web with Ecosia, right? Uh, the search ads generate revenue for Ecosia. Um, and they use that income, at least 80% of their surplus income, to plant trees. This is really very cool. So instead of Googling something or binging it, right, Ecosia it. And then uh, uh, just do a little oh, good, right? Yeah. Replace some of that hot air that we're spewing <laughs> and uh, fix some of that hot air that we're spewing. And, uh, you know. Do you, so, re- do you remember when uh, browsers and search engines, there was a battle going on, right? Yeah, was there was it? Jeeves. Remember Ask Jeeves oh, yeah, for a yeah. while? Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yahoo kind of pooped out, didn't it? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's still, you know, it's still a, a, a people, a lot of people use it as their homepage, you know, with it for their. Uh, right, right. But um, yes. now you have Google, you but have- there hasn't been a new one in a while. Right. So this is, uh, this is interesting. Yeah. So yeah, uh, ecosia.co slash animal talk. That's uh, the way to do it. Uh, they publish a f- monthly financial report so you can see, you know, what's coming in, what's going out. Uh, and is there, they, they want to be very transparent about it. Over 20 million trees planted so far. Uh, they're hoping for a billion trees by 2020 because there's just some really, uh, some hot spots, uh, around the world that really need, uh, reforesting because, uh, we've done a wonderful job of deforesting things around the planet. So it's time to help and heal and regenerate and, uh, Ecosia is a good way of, uh, of doing that. Very, very cool. So, ecosia.co. Uh, the, the link will be down in the uh, description and uh, on the website, animaltalkradio.com. And, uh, yeah, so just a, a good way of uh, helping the environment a little bit. Love it. Paying it forward. Paying it back. Ecosia.co. .co. Yeah, Google, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, Google? Putting up uh, more cinder block buildings <laughs> there was there was a google place in downtown birmingham 
And if you walk in, and if you start asking them questions, they don't like it. Really? It's like, how old's Abraham Lincoln? And the girl at the desk is like, what? what? Where's my other sock? And she's <laughs> like, what? They probably shouldn't put those next to bars. That's <laughs> <laughs> really what, a, what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, next to the bar was probably a bad spot for that, especially for happy hour for me. Um, <laughs> just, just saying. Just, just saying. So uh, the environment is important and uh, with animal talk and we talk to the animals and people like to talk to animals. Uh, killer whales. Mm-hmm. Killer whales are, are learning to say hello and bye-bye. So killer whales, they're, 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 they're getting killer whales say uh, again? to talk. They're getting killer whales to talk. They're getting killer whales to, uh, to speak. And I have, I have a fun video here. Hmm. If I can pull it up, that's got the – maybe I don't have a fun video here. But they're teaching them dialects. They're teaching them how to speak. How does that work? Um, well, they, 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 well, they throw fish at them, and I think they talk at them, and the whales mimic back. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then they say that they're speaking. Oh, where is it? Oh, poop. Because it's fun because it actually sounds more like fart noises than anything else. <laughs> oh, here they come. Killer whales have a get a bad rap for their name. I yeah. Mean, well, know, really. Okay. Yeah. So killer whales can say hello. Where is this? This I got the video here. It should be loading here. Great, hello. Hello. So that must could be goodbye, right? So the, the train. <laughs> say, hello there. <laughs> that's how that's how I say hello. It, it's yeah. So they say that the animals are talking, but that sounded more like a fart noise to me than anything else, really. Yeah, I think make I think... fart noises with my mouth. Make fart noises okay. with my mouth. <laughs> Make fart noises with my mouth. Mm. That's a little disturbing. <laughs> that I had all this at the ready? <laughs> yeah. How does that end up on your computer? Um, I have no idea. Hey, hey, hey. Time for a few fart jokes. <laughs> you know who that is? That is George Carlin. That was George Carlin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he's got a he's got a whole fart jokes bit. He's uh, that is a funny man. Do you, he recorded a live album at the Rooster Tail here in Detroit? Oh, uh, really? You, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My band played at the Rooster Tail. Did they? Really? Oh, yeah. All right. What do you call a person that uh, doesn't fart in public? Don't know. Uh, a private tutor. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> did you hear about the ninja farts? No. They're silent but deadly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, why do farts smell? I uh, don't know, Jamie. Okay. It's uh, for the benefit of people who are hearing impaired. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, we went from fart jokes to uh, we went from uh, saving trees to uh, to killer whales talking to uh, fart jokes. There's nothing left to talk about. <laughs> I had to get you there. 
I had to. I had to get you there. Oh, here's a good email. Wait, so wait. are we, are we going to have uh, are we going to have Dr. Yvonne next week? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll invite her back in. I think we have a little bit of a backlog on the the veterinary <laughs> questions. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but there's one here that's uh, right up your alley. It's uh, dear animal talk. What fish? A letter for me. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, how would I go about? Helping my girl overcome her fear of the leash. She hates it. And uh, my way is not helping. <laughs> so I really hope he's talking about his pets. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> How do we go about helping my girl overcome her fear of the leash? First, I'll give her a safe word. <laughs> Pineapple. Pineapple. You know, that's the number one safe word. Is it really? It is, yeah. <laughs> Why do you know that? This subject just came up. <laughs> it just came up organically the other day, and, and you googled it. And oddly enough, how, where, where's that bit? Of, where's that bit of information stored? I, you don't need to know. You have it. <laughs> I you already it. know. The, I knew it. The I number just, one safe word is pineapple. Well, how safe is that? <laughs> what have you? <laughs> so, uh, uh, all right. Oh, that's so crazy. The the dog hates the leash. The dog hates the leash. Um, and, and the way this person, Jay's mom, 892, uh, is training her, uh, it just is not, is not jiving for her. The well, the, the dog has to have an unpleasant association with the leash, right? Okay. So not unlike the previous question, we have to change that association. Mm -hmm. So you should be putting that leash on the dog a dozen, two dozen, maybe 30 times a day for no reason at all. Or you put it on and give the dog a treat so that the dog doesn't associate it with a certain, behavior or maybe as soon as you put the leash on you start correcting the dog so you you want to you want to try to put it on at times when you're not even going to use it cuz ideally you don't want the dog to associate the leash with anything uh, right. cuz then uh, eventually the you know the you want the dog to listen to you not the leash not just because there's a leash there so the less the dog notices it the better so maybe put it on 10 minutes before you take the dog for a walk okay. leave it on 10 or 15 minutes after you bring the dog home sometimes put the leash on Take it off a few minutes later and don't train the dog or work, you know, take the dog anywhere. So, again, you just want it to blend in and just become uh, neutral mm -hmm. rather than something negative. My dog, Zoe, she uh, just pulls and pulls and pulls and pulls on the leash like like mad. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Colleen has one of those uh, extendo leashes. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I tell her, you know, it, it's like I don't think that helps. No. The situation. And she's like, you just don't know how to walk the dog. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know how to do anything, but okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know what, though? Yeah. If the dog is pulling and pulling and pulling the whole time, yeah, yeah, yeah. guess who else is pulling the whole time? Uh, 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 me? You. Oh. You are. You see, so from the dog's perspective, you're the one pulling the whole time. Mm -hmm. All right? So um, uh, you, the dog can't pull against you unless you're pulling against them. So. This is a, a but I can't run that fast, right? Well, there's a, a great <laughs> exercise. It's a uh, you know use a train collar or a snap lead, something that makes a little a noise. As long as the leash is loose, the dog should be able to walk wherever it wants. As soon as the dog gets to the end of the reach of that leash, there should be a correction, loud noise. Yep. And any attempt the dog makes to follow you, you should praise him. You can, Jamie. This is a ten minute fix. Yeah, I, I mean you, that's all it takes. Yeah, but. Um, in, in fact, I've, I've done this before where I'll fix the, the pulling. Right, right. And then I'll ruin it by <laughs> putting a little bit of pressure on the leash. Yeah, and within, yeah. within about a minute or two, the dog is pulling again. <laughs> because, uh, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's almost um, 
If you were trying to walk on the sidewalk and right. someone was leaning against you to try to push you off, sure. you'd kind of lean in towards them to stay yeah, onto yeah. the sidewalk. Yeah. And the dog is doing the same thing. You're, pu- they're, you're pulling, they're pulling. You're, you know, who started it? I don't know. Probably the dog. But as long as you continue pulling, the dog is going to continue right. pulling. Right. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to work with that with Zoe in the spring. Let's say it. Uh, you should bring the dog in here and we'll yeah. work the dog together. Maybe put it on video. Show yeah. everyone how, how uh, easy it is to train. And how inept you are I, working I, with I am. Well, you know, and then I'm, you know, well, all right. <laughs> no, it's an easy fix, and I'd love to help you the, out. The so fear of the leash, right? Then yeah. the, the pull, two easy fixes, right? Yeah. Either Scooby Snacks or uh, just the correction collar. Yep. I, I do have a snap lead uh, still. You do? That, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, you still, are you still selling the snap leads? I license that okay. to a uh, manufacturer, so somebody else is making that and selling it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, uh, I used to – is your picture still on the package? It is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I used to – because I love when it first came out, the snap lead first came out. So <laughs> tell me the snap lead. Explain the snap lead to me. Oh, the snap lead is uh, – years ago, um, I was I was uh, doing some consulting. Right. And they were putting a training package together for Walmart of all places. Mm-hmm. And this company, they needed uh, – they said, what do you, we need in this training package? I said, well, you know, at that time, the, the predominant tool was the – the choke chain. Right, right. You need a yeah. choke chain, you need a leash. It's just, just the worst named object on the planet, choke yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah. But the, uh, it's, it's a metal slip collar is what it is. Right, right. Uh, so they ordered a bunch of um, choke chain material from China. Right. And the boat sunk. <laughs> they were too heavy? Uh, well, you know, it was in a storm, whatever. Sure, sure. And they're at the bottom of the ocean, probably to this day. <laughs> and uh, so they said, you, we, can't get, uh, we can't get any choke chain material oh, just wow. yet. Uh, so is, do you have any other ideas? I said, well... I do have this idea I've been working on. Right, right. The principal feature of a choke chain, like you said, it's a terrible name. Yeah. People think they have to choke their dog. The idea of the choke chain is to snap it really quick, kind of pop it really fast. The to, sound. Of chick, chick, chick. Yeah, to make a quick noise. Yeah. I said you can do that without a choke chain. You can use a regular buckle collar and you can take the leash and if you configure it properly, you can, you can make it snap. Yeah. My dad used to do this with to, the belt. To, to scare us. He yeah. used to fold his belt in half. That's what dads would do in the 60s and snap. 70s. Yep. And then, you know, snap, it kind of scares you. Hell so, yeah. you know, we could put that sound in the leash. Yeah. And they said, well, um, how does that work? So I invented this product. Yeah. I have a patent on it. Yeah. It's called the Snap Lead, and right. it works perfectly. Okay. And so you, you, and you, so you, and you, you had it. You got it out. It was in stores. Mm-hmm. And then you would go into the store. Mm-hmm. And then you would hold up the product with your picture on it and talk to people in the aisleway going, is this any good? <laughs> have you tried Have you tried this? Uh, do you like this? Yeah. I mean, and nobody ever, it. nobody ever got <laughs> it. Never bought it. Yeah. Uh, never bought into the joke. <laughs> but the patent, I was always fascinated by the patent story behind it too because there was like patent, patent law is insane, right? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It yeah. was like years of around and around with that mm-hmm. and challenges and is this a thing. And there was one thing I remember there was like something to do with cows and it was oh, you remember similar, that. yeah. Uh, but it, it was like your product was different enough, so they allowed the patent. But it yeah. was like it was contingent about this cow lead or something. Yeah, it's uh, you know when you when you file a patent or when you're you're doing your due diligence to search the patent to see if there's other uh, mm-hmm. instruments like it, you you do a patent search and right. um, and then you you kind of cross reference them and see if there's you know if it is indeed unique. And so there, yeah, there was this thing that uh, they use for cows. It's a chain. That had a um, kind of a bungee in right, the right. middle to gather up the chain as the cow came closer to you okay. know what it was chained to, right, so right. it wouldn't get caught on its feet and that sort of thing. Right, right. And it was close enough 
that I actually had to buy that patent out. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Oh wow. Um, and it wasn't very much. I mean, it was uh, as a very old patent, right? It, but I had to uh, kind of nullify that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, the patent process is pretty interesting. Yeah, I was always I was always uh, amazed by that, and it's like uh, you know these because uh, you see like these uh, inventors, you know, we'll make your idea a reality, and uh, all these things on TV, and I'm like, yeah, I've I've talked to people. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. <laughs> and you know, the vast majority of inventions yeah. never make a penny, right? Right. Uh, for uh, for the uh, inventor, the well, vast majority. You know what? And it, I think this because uh, we had Michelle Winowich on just uh, a couple weeks ago from yes. Shark Tank. She mm-hmm. just got uh, an offer from the Shark Tank, and and nothing she has is unique or proprietary. Yeah. Right. Right. It's just uh, she combined a couple ideas into her own unique. Very cool little idea, but there was nothing like super new and, and innovating, right, um, right. you know. And, and I, I doubt she has a patent on any of that. I don't know. If she's I don't know if it's patented or not. But um, yeah, there might be a design patent. Yeah, you know, there's utility patents and design yeah. patents, and uh, but it's probably pretty weak. And yeah. uh, she'll get if she sells any any number of them, she'll get ripped off by China. Yeah. That's what happens, though. So <laughs> they, they just because of our patents over there, they're like, "Yeah, okay, good for you." Well, you know what? You know what they do is, um, is you know, a lot of stuff is made in China. Yeah. So if a particular factory is like pumping out a lot of units of something, yeah, yeah. they'll they'll say, "Hmm, huh. let's go check out the trade show for right. that industry and yeah. see what's what's cooking." Right. And then they'll check it out, and then the next year you see them with a booth selling your product uh. because you know they 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 have no. Um, compunction for you know uh, yeah. respecting the, the patent law <laughs> sorry china oh well, well now i don't feel bad about the ethnic joke earlier yeah i found all <laughs> let me see who do we have to uh, offend yet um, <laughs> oh they're coming <laughs> i got i got more i always i always have plenty but i got another email here we can look at this one dear animal talk you've got mail baby yeah so uh cat snacks mm-hmm uh, I've been trying to befriend my neighbor's new black and white tomcat. I doubt that my neighbors uh, have bothered to give him a name uh, since his tail is all black except for a white tip. I'm calling him Mr. Edison Cowcat. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? I don't even. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Edison Cowcat. Uh, the animal has the typical black and uh, the animal has the typical black and white cat attitude. Oh, there's a black and white cat attitude? Well, yeah, you should know this. You're a behaviorist. Yeah. So he has this animal, That's has a the typical attitude. black and white cat attitude. He just assumed take my hand off as let me pet him. Last week, uh, I took some cat snacks outside, but uh, when I couldn't attract his attention, I didn't want to give the snacks to any of the neighborhood gluttons. So I put the snacks in my pant pockets and worked in the garden. Uh, I just found the snacks in my pocket. They're still crunchy despite having gone through the laundry. What does this say about this brand of cat snacks? Um, it's not as weird a question as it seems. <laughs> I just like the the typical black and white cat behavior. <laughs> Do you, okay, but anyway, so yeah, so these 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 uh, crunchy snacks are still crunchy in 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 this person's pocket, uh, in Byron's pocket. Um, after it's been through the wash. Yeah. Well, um, you, you know what's interesting about uh, dog food and cat food, dry food, is, um, okay, they make it, right? It can stay in the warehouse, in the factory, for up to, I don't know, three months. Uh-huh. That's 90 days, right? Then it can stay at the distributor 
for another three months. Oh my gosh. Okay. There's another 90 days. That's six months. Yeah. Then it can go to a, uh, a warehouse for a retailer and stay there for another. It can stay good over a year. Wow. And it's protein, animal protein. Yeah, yeah. What kind of preserves <laughs> are yeah. required to keep a protein source like meat yeah. from going rancid? Yeah. You know, because oh, yeah. it's, uh, you know, so the, 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 the proteins are pretty, um, or the, the preservatives are, are pretty robust. Right. Shall we say? So, um, yeah, how did the cat uh, food stay, you know, the, the trees stay know. crunchy? Yeah. I don't know. Space age uh, polymers? I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> it's like a... Maybe it's made out of crushed cell phones. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know what they put in cat treats. <laughs> but it's just good eating. You know, I'm I'm going to. Uh, I actually talked to someone who used to be in the dog food industry. Yeah, and they they told me about some of the um, the preservatives. Right, they're cancer causing preservatives, and they know it's going to cause cancer, but. What they what they were uh, what he said was that as long as the cancers don't show up for fifteen years, right? They're good because that's the life expectancy of a dog or on cat. that type of food. As yeah. we talked to Bert Ward last week, right? That's what I was getting um, at. Yeah, yeah. So Bert uh, Bert Ward, uh, aka Robin, yeah. is in Batman and Robin. He has this, this food out now that uh, where the, they address the, that. Yeah, the fat con- the fat content. Yep. Yeah. In it, the the raw was it raw fat? Yeah, yeah. it's just oh my gosh! And the uh, crude analysis shows that there's too much fat in yeah. uh, in in the yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, uh, for years, a lot of the manufacturers have been focusing on the palatability. So is the, is the animal going to eat this food, and will it keep weight on the animal? So those are the two priorities, Jamie. Yeah, are they going to eat it, and is it going to keep them kind of uh, heavy or uh, at least healthy looking? Right. Um, and then everything else be damned, you know. So it's uh, you know, some manufacturer. So Bert Ward may be onto something. I, I, yep, and it, this could blow up for him. Yeah. Now that he's got some distribute national distribution through Walmart. I, sure. I I wish him the best. So speaking of national chains, and uh, I just want your opinion uh, on this. Uh, you're not a fish guy, but uh, you know, and, and where do we where do we draw the line on? Because we were making fun of the the monkey, uh, you know, rodeo. Yeah, uh, which is it, you know, it's not. Is that animal abuse? You know, is that just good American entertainment? You know, where 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 do you fall on on that? Uh, definitely those chimp shows back in the '60s in Detroit were just oh, some of that stuff's tough to watch. Oh it's, man, it's, it's like oh my god, you really did that. It's like just yeah. amazing. Um, but so this one, where do you draw the line? So betta fish, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so why is it they they call out uh, well big pet stores? Uh, why are they allowed to sell those tiny half gallon, even quarter gallon uh, uh, tanks with betta fish uh, in them to people? Uh, it's beyond cruel. Most people don't realize bettas need three point five gallon tanks, uh, and it's simply putting it in a bowl with no filter is just not good. I wish pet stores would quit this cruel practice of basically lying to people just to sell a product. It kills me every time I walk by the fish section and see all the little bettas in those tiny little plastic dishes. Uh, and then people buy them thinking it's the tank that the fish can be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know better because the pet store's doing it, selling it that way. They don't know better. They don't know better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think it must be okay if the store's selling it that way. Is that cruel? Um, do fish have feelings? Well, you know this whole and you know it's it's a spectrum, right? Right. Uh, if you talk to someone in in PETA, they say animals are not there for us to um, wear, right? Eat, 
be entertained by or own. Right. So you have people that weigh on that spectrum that say you shouldn't even own a dog or a cat. They shouldn't even be in your house. Turn them all loose. <laughs> Let them go feral or yeah. euthanize them or something. It's so, crazy. Um, it, you know, is that is – that, uh, and keep in mind, a lot of those uh, what they would call animal rights activists, um, they would prefer an animal's euthanized rather – than uh, than kept in a you know safe warm yeah. home environment yeah yeah and they, so and they I say, think that's a little bit more cruel than yeah you know putting a fringy vest on a, a monkey <laughs> the capuchin monkey riding a little sh- yeah. a, 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 what was those, those were uh, border collies <laughs> that's a party all right but uh, uh, no you might fall on the other side of that and that's 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 fine no, I don't so uh, yeah with fish even, Jamie um, yeah. is it the same I don't know it's so easy to anthropomorphize yeah, yeah. and yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man that you know you really shouldn't eat celery celery is a is a living you know sure. thing so uh, I mean where do you where do you stop yeah. with that so, eggs you know where yeah where do you where do you go yeah. but uh, all right bro, Sam's checking in um, on the on the instant message there and then also Stacy. Is because uh, we got the cam up on Facebook. Yep. Uh, so Stacy checked in and Matt Fox checked in on there. So Aww. hi to them. Friends of friends of Animal Talk. Yeah. yeah. So people checking in on the social media. So yeah, when we're live, we try to throw the uh, the Facebook up. And so if you follow us uh, on Facebook, Animal Talk Radio uh, on Facebook, you'll know when we go live and you can watch this yeah. as it happens with some video. And you get in the drawing for the gold plated jet ski. That is that. <laughs> that is. <laughs> they get nothing. It's they get nothing. Nothing. Nothing but the comedy. All right, here's uh, here's another email. Uh, You've got mail, baby, yeah. I hate violence, but I don't mind watching uh, nature shows. Okay. <laughs> it's all in the phrasing. So uh, yeah, I hate violence. Who are you, Will- William Shatner now? <laughs> you and your pregnant pauses? Get over yourself. I hate violence, but I don't mind watching. Nature shows with <laughs> wild predators hunting game. Uh, I don't mind watching hunting videos with people hunting for sport, for meat, as long as uh, they, they kill the game humanely and follow game laws. Uh, anyway, I just, uh, I just thought that was funny to say. <laughs> but that leads into to the next one. Can you teach dogs? I guess this gets dark. Are you ready to go dark? Yeah. Well, okay. Are, are we are we done with the hunting or <laughs> the done. predators? We're okay. done. We're right. done with the predators. Yeah. Right. Um, I just I just wanted to say that that way. I just saw the headline. I don't like violence, but I don't mind watching. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I go. I have to say it that way. But this one uh, is violence with with the animals, and it's like, can you teach dogs not to attack cats? Uh, my dog just hurt severely. Mm. Mm. One of my neighbor's cats. My lady, my neighbor, the neighbor lady has over thirty cats. Not anymore. <laughs> We're down to twenty nine. Uh, one came into my yard. Um, I don't want this to happen again. My dogs are friendly. Well, not the cats, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my dogs are friendly, uh, but they're rescue street dogs. Uh, is there a way to teach them not to attack cats if they wander into the yard? Zo- now, Zoe, my dog Zoe, uh, squirrels and bunnies uh, mm-hmm. have a hard time in the yard. Yeah, uh, She'll go after them. She'll chase them. She'll chase them. Uh, the deer walk through the yard. We got deer that roam our neighborhood, and and she'll just go, "Oh, hi! You're like a really big brown dog. What's up? You know, she wouldn't do anything to the deer, yeah, um, uh, or other dogs, um, or cats. 
Um, but uh, bunnies and squirrels, yeah, it goes nuts after. So can you teach a dog not to chase after the fur, other fur creatures in the yard? Practically speaking, probably not. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, dogs have a prey drive. You know, yeah. they are predators. Yeah, yeah. You know, they come, they're descended from uh, predators, and they, they still have that very strong prey drive. And, it, and small animals, cats running around or bunnies or squirrels, they can trigger that prey drive, and uh, all bets are off at that point. Can you train them not to do it? Well, here's the problem with that. Uh, they've been they've been bred to do that uh, by nature for a gazillion years, however they, long they've been on the planet. So to train them not to do it is kind of uh, uh, you know really not not going against the grain. It's going against the nature of the beast. So it's um, I, I, you're not going to have good luck with that. Yeah. Your neighbor should keep the cats in the house. You should uh, you know keep an eye on your dogs and. Um, uh, you know, maybe teach them to come in the house very quickly whenever you call them. Right. But, uh, you or know. on some kind of runner lead, you know, or, yeah. or some kind of lead out there that they can only go so far and, you know, give the, the cat a fighting chance because, mm-hmm. you know, the dog will stop and the cat can keep going if they don't get them in the range of whatever. But, right. Yeah, that's tough. It is. I mean, but, you know. Because even a fence, a cat's going to get over and around and under a fence. Sure. You know, sure. a fence, you know, fence your dog can't get through. A cat's going to yeah. easily. Spring over it. If the neighbor has thirty cats, uh, it's you know it's probably in violation of some. I don't know a city on the planet that allows thirty thirty cats. 30 cats. In a, in a there's house another. Room. There's another story there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um yeah it's it's survival of the fittest at that point. Sorry. All right. So it's uh well let's uh, turn it around right. The animals have been having a rough go of it here. <laughs> the last couple. <laughs> Hungry bear crisis leaves two people dead in Russia. Um, overfishing and fewer food sources are making bears more aggressive. Uh, it's in the uh, far east Russia. In Russia's far east, an increasingly nar- large number of, of animals are approaching humans due to a lack of foods. Authorities uh, are going to have to start culling some of the bears. It's just like, you know, in Michigan we have deer season just mm-hmm. because there's more deer than there is food. That's and, why, Jamie, if you notice, yeah, what do I have here? Uh, a backpack. A backpack. And what is in the backpack? A turkey leg. <laughs> Just in case I see a bear. <laughs> you throw the turkey leg you in one direction it. and you run the other direction. I don't have to outrun you. I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're uh, they're talking about having to cull some of these bears because uh, they've, they've come in and two people have been killed uh, over the winter this here. This is in because, Russia? Yep. Far East Russia. There's not enough fish, berries, and nuts uh, and overfishing salmon. So it's uh, the, the people overfishing the salmon is causing the problem too. So, uh, yeah, they've a couple of dogs have gone down as well. So uh, it's crazy times. Talk well, about the circle of life there. Food yeah, chain. and, you know, when you have animals living in close proximity to humans, right? Mm, there's a balance. There's a balance. And if that balance is, uh, it, it, you know, gets out of whack uh, – some you know the animals always lose, and unfortunately, yeah, yeah the uh, you know calling is uh, a pretty common practice. Oh. Sorry, bears. Sorry, bears. Sorry, cats. Hey, guess what? What, Jamie? <laughs> it's time for the bad animal joke of the week. Oh, yeah, that it is. You know, whenever whenever it's this time of the, the show, yeah. my whole left side goes numb. <laughs> what do you call a cat who likes to eat beans? Uh, Jamie, what do you call a cat that likes to eat beans? Puss and toots. 
Oh. <laughs> it's back to our fart jokes from, from yeah. earlier. Yeah, I, was, I like how you tied that together. I was saving that one up. So just uh, bringing all the farts together. Yeah. You got to do it. Just got to. You're you tying gotta... the whole show up in a nice brown bow. <laughs> <laughs> George called it, uh, not me. So uh, there you go, fart jokes, and that uh, that takes us pretty much to uh, the end of it all. We're gonna wrap it up. So our sponsor, thanks to uh, our sponsor, uh, Ecosia, right? Ecosia.co/animaltalk. Ecosia.co/animaltalk, and uh, it's like a Google search engine. It's a search engine. Uh, so instead of Googling something, Ecosia it, and uh, they plant trees. Yeah, like every second they're planting, and they have yeah. a, a running ticker. There's over 21 million trees. Yeah, right they now. want to plant 1 billion by 2020. So it looks like they're going to make it by midnight, the Ecosia, way that I tell you. Ecosia.co slash animal talk. Uh, Ecosia.co, and use that as a search engine and uh, do a little good. Put a little green back in your life and into the planet. So. Uh, AnimalTalkRadio.com is the website and uh, all the social medias as well. Animal Talk Radio. Follow us, tweet us, Instagram us, all that business. Thanks to people checking in on the chat room. Brian, thanks to you. Oh, thank you, Jamie. <laughs> all right, see you next week. <laughs>